All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Wallacher with the Rock Solid Gym Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and oh, so much more. Here, we like to embrace wanting and being the average athlete, the one who is ready to and so wanting to just live a healthy and fit lifestyle where they consistently go to the gym, consistently see results, have a good relationship with food and enjoy eating it and have a life where they can just go out and about where it's fun to have, be able to do push-ups and pull-ups as a fun party trick or to save the world. Um, you are done comparing and waiting for perfection in order to be okay with healing the things that are not going well for you and feeling like you need to make it work. So we are not looking for perfection here. We are looking for messy action. And this is going to be a little bit different. So I don't have my headphones with the speaker. I am sitting in my car waiting to get my car washed. This is probably going to be a bit of a shorter podcast, but this is literally just a brain dump because I realized the other day that the reason I am struggling with like taking ownership and being like, I'm a big freaking deal and I can help a lot of people with this stuff, with having a better relationship with food and having uh, therapy with fitness again and healing all of that and being okay with like saying I'm good enough to do this and I don't need to wait until I'm hospitalized in order to realize that this is a bad problem and it is because I am the same weight that I've been when I before when I was struggling I'm still at 160 pounds and the women that I followed the women that I looked up to and was like this is what I'm going for this is what I'm looking for like those women were bodybuilder comp bodybuilding competitors which fantastic that is an incredibly hard sport but i was comparing myself to women that are incredibly thin incredibly trimmed like have spent years of their life dedicated to this particular sport and this particular style of training and yeah i have been as well but you know what i'm still pretty young and life happens and things like that but like I was looking at that and being so frustrated and so hard on myself for not being there. Like, yeah, they were shorter. They were a little bit shorter than me. But you know what? This woman's 130 pounds, 125 walking on stage. Why can't I look like that? I can train that hard. I can be like that. But I could not. Six. Losing 30 pounds? 30 to 40 pounds? That's insane. I have preached to people so many times that your body is shaped differently and how you train affects that. And I've stayed the same weight, but I have gotten so much stronger. And yeah, I have lost weight. My before standing in a college dorm room, taking a picture and being like, this is the turning point for me to where I'm at now. They do look different. I still have excess fat around my midsection. My legs still jiggle. They are not super defined. Um, I've got that like weird thing on the side of my leg, like on the inner side, right next to my knee. The like, it has a little dip in it. And I, I always hated that, but there's no reason for it. My body looks different when I'm lifting weights and that's okay. I like to wear t-shirts in the winter and cutoffs in the summer. And I'm not going to be training in a sports bra and, um, leggings or anything like that. The closest I get, I, I cannot train in leggings. It was so uncomfortable. We did rope climbs and I always like 
bruise up and scrape up my shin and it's to the point where like I can't do it and then I feel really guilty that like oh I can do it but I don't actually do it but then the next day I wake up with a giant welt on my shin and then that makes me feel a little bit better that yeah I can do it but I just like hurt myself physically in order to but I was training I put on leggings and then two pairs of socks and one of the socks I rolled over so I had like four layers and that's when I could do it but it was so uncomfortable I spent so long Sorry, it got really dark in the car wash. Interesting. But I spent so long like being comfortable and learning to be comfortable with myself that I still uh, subconsciously, unknowingly felt that I still wasn't enough, that I still needed to be just like everybody else in order to get attention because the pretty thing girls get the attention. I'm just a basic person existing in the world. I do lift heavy weights, but there are people that lift heavier weights. There's always going to be somebody that's better, that's bigger, stronger, faster. But it's coming to terms with, you know what it takes to be at that level. Do you actually want to be at that level? If you do, then perfect. We can train that way. If not, we need to accept that, come to terms with it, and realize what you actually want. And that's what I do. That's what I focus on. Oh, everyone's ditching. <laughs> Don't want to wait. I get it. I get it. Um, I'm at the car wash. <laughs> um, but that's where it comes to terms with what do you actually want your life to look like? Because if you start living and existing and creating your life now where you're at and what you want it to be like with the balance and stuff, it, your results are going to come a lot faster. Like I've become a lot stronger. I'm losing weight without looking at the numbers because once you take that stress away, it's one less thing for your body to like subconsciously hold on to because it, your body responds to stress the same way that it responds to life or death situations. And we are chronically under stress and it's all, and it's a trendy thing to be like, it's a good thing to like have a lot of stress and to work a lot and have a lot on your plate and it's like a status symbol, but it's slowly killing us. And if we want, I'm going to probably pause and then come back. But once you let go of that stress, your body's going to feel a lot safer to get rid of excess weight because that's what it holds on to. It holds on to excess weight to keep you safe because it only knows feast and famine. So if it's a stressful situation and you're worried, it's going to hold on to more fat so you can survive, but you don't need that anymore. You're just stressed about losing weight. So you add on more weight and then it becomes a problem <laughs> and that's why you can't. And there's, it's so many more levels than just that too, because there's like hurts and stress and trauma that's holding on to it as well. Okay, I'm gonna pause you for a second. I gotta put in my numbers to get car wash. All right, friends, we got an elite car wash at Quick Trip because I don't remember the last time I washed this car. Poor thing, it's too cold and sad for this. Um, anyways, the goal is to like look at the big, big, big picture. Like for me, I want to still be a healthy and fit person. I want to work out and be as strong as I possibly can. My goal was to always be the best version of the best version of an athlete I can be my best version of an athlete. I knew there was a right way to say it. And I lost track of that trying to be like everybody else because once you start going into like health and fitness, you look for like inspiration, motivation, even though it all comes from you, but you start looking at it and looking for it. And that's great because then you can come up with ideas, but the most popular idea and views are going to be the skinny, um, 
fit like body standards of today. Like even for me, when I was looking for um, women that weren't necessarily like in bodybuilders um, terms, like they weren't bikini or figure, but they weren't as big as bodybuilding because bodybuilding has gotten like insane. So I looked at like physique competitors. I was like, I can work, like, I can work and build like that. I don't want to wear heels. That's why I couldn't do figure or bikini. And I wanted to just lift weights. And that's when I found women that do that, but they were very lean and very strong and weighed a lot less than me. So I was looking for anyone, anyone at all that could like be in a comparison with me. And that's where um, like people sharing is great. Like I'm finding in so many athletes that are like, or in so many women that are well over 200 pounds and are easily fit and healthy and things like that, but it's not the norm, but it's becoming that. And it's just, it's just one more thing of being okay with, yeah, this is, this is fine. This is an option. This can, this can happen. And that's what I think is really good, but it all comes down to the numbers and the numbers being so stressful. And that was the hardest thing for me to ditch was not paying attention and not caring about them. And that's the biggest thing because here's the other part. Once you, if you're overthinking um, health and fitness and you're tracking every little thing from the number on the scale to the weight of your food, to the calories of it, to how often you're training and um, how much weight you're lifting to the amount of sleep that you're getting and in a negative way because only the successful people like sleep a few hours each day and then get up at four or five o'clock in the morning to go and train and <coughs> and do all that stuff but it does it's that's not the standard unless you want it to be if it doesn't work for you you're not broken it's just not meant for you and that's fine and that's okay so that's what I want it to be I want it to be people that are done dealing with all of that and that's what I need to realize. I need to realize that that's okay because I'm not your everyday person. I'm, I don't look like everybody else out there and that's fine. All right, we're gonna go in. It might get loud and weird. Um, and I need to accept that. I've accepted it for myself, but I need to accept that it's going to be okay for other people. Because again, people that don't, that I don't look like are the ones getting the attention and the inspiration and the motivation because people want to look like them. And I'm like, nobody wants to look just like the average weightlifter, <laughs> but somebody does. Somebody is looking for me because that's all that they want. Somebody is looking for the way that I train, the way that I eat, the way that I view things. Someone is looking for that because I know I was. I was looking for somebody to say, it's okay. Sorry if it's a little weird and loud. I got to keep going. That it's okay. It's okay if you don't want to track your food. It's okay if you don't want to weigh everything in sight. It's okay if you don't want to look like this. It's okay if you want to set your new standard for... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay if you want to set your new standard for what health and fitness looks like and you're not looking for that. Like bodybuilding is a hard one to find motivation in because everybody needs to look the same. Like muscle is going to be different, but everybody needs to be as thin and trim as possible. Not like weight loss, like skinny, skinny, but like they need to be as lean and cut as possible. And in other sports, it's not based on how you look, it's how you perform. And I think that was my saving grace. 
that was my saving grace was focusing on how I perform and slowly letting go of how I look and how that looks because there are athletes that look so different based on what their sport is and you can decide what your sport is whether you are competing or not you get to decide that and once you do and you start living that way and being okay with it that's when things change so if that's what you're looking for, I'm here for it. <laughs> Whether it's private coaching, a course, a journal, group coaching in the future, like whatever it is, I'm here for it. So stay tuned. I've got private coaching spots opening up now. They are very limited. I think I'm only going to take on three people. And courses are available as well. The beginning program is everything that I did in order to heal myself and fix it and everything else. It's my baby. It's my soul. And if you follow me on social media, I shared that too. Like that's why I struggle with like putting myself out there and like sharing my work because I'm tired of hearing people say like, I'm not interested in that or that's way too expensive or you should do that. Like nobody's going to purchase it when it's my soul. It was the literal thing that saved my life from everything that I was killing myself in order to accomplish. And it's hard to put a value on that, but I did. And that's what it is. And if that's not it, you don't need to. I'm tired of listening to people that are going to give their opinion, but never invest. And it's not even them that would need or want it. So, but if you are the person that is interested, I do have a lot of options. High end, high ticket to low ticket. I won't say low end because it's all so important. From the journals that I created because I couldn't find anything that I wanted, so I made it myself, to the course that changed my life, the step-by-step -step that changed my life, to the one-on-one -on -one of you're tired of going it alone, you just want somebody to tell you that this is okay, this is normal, that what you want isn't too much, isn't unrealistic, and we can fix it without having to have years of question and doubting and slowly trying to figure it out. So if that's you, welcome. I'm Jessie, and I'm here to help the average athlete live the best life possible and not apologize for it and get through this healing process a whole lot faster so it's not five years of doing so and slowly picking yourself up. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening through all of this mess. I hope you have a fantastic day and stay tuned. I have way more podcasts and longer, more more information coming soon. All right, here we go. Bye.